The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science: storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is. Hi, I'm Helen. I teach just outside Milton Keynes, and I'm currently teaching reception in Year One. And today we are seeing what art we can create with a witty folk tale found all around the world, adapted by us to be set in medieval England. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for the Dragon's Heart. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an epic educator, you'll also get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the magnificent Mario Coelho, as well as the full audiobook for you to download at any time. There are even some tips for telling the story yourself, and a whole heap of resources to go with the lesson ideas we're about to discuss, including any extra lesson ideas that we don't have time to fit into this podcast. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen, not Rob, sadly, who has been with us for most of the last two weeks, but has had to um, uh, step out of this one because because he's off to play tennis, of all, <laughs> um, which which is fair enough. But we're we're looking at some art today. Let's see what. Well, we'll start with your age range, then Helen, and then we'll touch upon some of the ideas that Rob left us for ages seven to eleven. So, starting with ages four to seven, where would you find the art in this story i would find the art in the shiny green dragon ah. very simple place to start <laughs> <laughs> um, i mean who doesn't want to do some dragony artwork in an afternoon again two quite simple ideas but ones that are, are effective and are important for children's early art skills and first is this this color green <laughs> hmm. so the children are they need to learn primary and secondary colors so I thought it was a great opportunity to explore what a primary colour is, how to create the secondary colours and creating different shades of green within that. Yeah. So uh, you could have four of them printed out if they're younger or the older children could draw maybe three or four different dragons mm-hmm. and then just explore colour mixing. How can they make shades of green? What effect does it have if they have more yellow or more blue? And it's, again, like I say, it's, it's quite simple, but quite an effective way to look at colour mixing and the names of colours. Mm. Alternatively, but similarly, I try and teach my children to paint using different shades within one picture. So, mm-hmm. you know, they maybe they have one big green dragon, but once they painted it green, teach them how to add some darker colours to add effect. Yes. Um, yeah. And maybe do a lighter green belly on the dragon. So different mm-hmm. shades of green within one dragon picture as well. And to, to give it that sort of shiny effect as well, yes. sort of putting brighter colours on the highlighted features of the dragon and yeah yeah so the color green you can get a a whole lesson out of the color green um (laughs) and then the other descriptive word for this dragon is shiny and who doesn't like doing shiny artwork it's really good for the children Mm -hmm. to learn collaging skills so i thought a great opportunity to collect lots Ah. and lots of shiny paper shiny sweet wrappers um cellophane all of these shiny materials um also a slight science link you know, materials that are shiny. Um, <laughs> and then to create a collage of a dragon out of these, um, either in, in groups. I sometimes find that giving children each their own collaging activities to do can take up a lot of time and 
with younger children, they can run out of energy for it. <laughs> mm. So sometimes mm. if you do group work or whole class work, you, know, you could even use recycled materials to do a sort of recycled artwork project to create uh, yeah. a collaged shiny dragon piece of art. And when I've done this sort of activity with schools before, I found this is a great kickoff activity for other art activities okay. such as drawing. So, because yeah. then you've got a model to draw, you've got something that you can focus on to draw. So, if you if yeah. you make something with collage or recycled materials first, you can use it as a way of getting some great two dimensional drawings from your young learners and then they can put the model or the the artwork in in different angles so they can try drawing from different angles because i i expect most children when they they think of a dragon that they'll usually draw them from the side or some sort of profile yeah definitely <laughs> um, and if you want to try and help your young learners figure out how to draw things in two dimensions but to look like they are three dimensions just move earn a model around and get them to draw it from that particular angle oh, and it can also yeah. lead into literacy activities as well um, once they've got the thing the physical thing before them um, it may be easier to come up with their adjectives to describe it or their their written work to actually include it i really like the idea of having a model dragon in the middle of a classroom actually so the children can draw from different angles i hadn't thought of that one before i mean depending on how long you've got you could find a model dragon somewhere or the children could create like the little clay models yeah, um, yeah dragons are a great shape for children to do clay sculpting from because of all the features they've got so they've got that mm. one solid body but you've also got wings to add and tails to add detail on the scales and on the belly and on the face yes, and the ears yeah. you can create some beautiful dragon sculptures out of clay and then you yeah, have the children draw their own models from different angles yeah which links i think quite nicely to the idea that rob left us with for ages 7 to 11 which was actually how to draw a dragon or a knight and obviously when you're helping children to compose a drawing they, they need to think about the shapes that are involved so mm -hmm. you know you've got a, a sort of roundish shape for your head haven't you or an oval yeah. and longer ellipses for arms and legs and it's how you kind of construct a skeleton for your character or your artwork to start with again having a model for that really really helps and i've seen artists do this as well i, I have a friend who is um, a comic book illustrator I, well actually i have several friends who are comic book I'm sure you do, yeah. <laughs> I, i've observed one of them working and and what she actually did was you know she got someone to to stick a hand in front of her and, and she used that to effectively model the position of the hand and when she then drew it it looked nothing like the hand that was in front of her because she was wanting to get the hand of a particular character who had more slender fingers mm. longer nails warts and detail in, in other sorts of places but the actual shape allowed her to, to just map out that skeleton in the first place which she could then craft all the other detail around and something i've done recently with my class actually and i think it's it's a really good way to teach children to draw is using those basic shapes first. So we were drawing some trolls. We were doing the three billy goats scruff. And um, mm. I just noticed that their drawings of trolls, I mean, they're, they're four to six years old. So they're, you know, they're sort of stick legs, stick arms. So I actually found a YouTube link so I could have it up on the big screen. And it was drawing mm. exactly as you said, a circle for a head, a circle for the body 
adding two hands, adding two ears, just a little bit at a time, getting the children to slow down with their artwork and getting them to do those basic shapes first and then add the detail. So yes, that can be done with four-year-olds as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They were so proud of their artwork because they'd taken that time and they realised they could actually create a very high quality piece of art. Yes, yeah. And that's a lesson that can then carry over to every other subject because, you know, they'll be more likely to get their answers right in math if they slow down slow and take down, their time if they, they'll be more likely to <laughs> f- create amazing pieces of writing if they slow down and take their time so yes, there's there a lot of value one, one in of, that lesson <laughs> absolutely absolutely is before we finish up this week i should also record uh, a huge thank you helen and and also rob who i know isn't here now but it's thanks to him as well for inviting us into your school to record <gasps> the story of sir Fulladred. so folks when you're uh, watching the story of sir Fulladred, we actually have the wonderful story tree um, as our background that uh, Helen has in the corner of her classroom um, so maybe oh. people can draw some inspiration from that as well I hope so that was my reception children you had wasn't it for that story they absolutely loved it they talked about it a lot they've asked if we can tell it again so I shall have to try and tell it although I won't do nearly as good a job as you did <laughs> I'm sure the children will do you extremely proud <laughs> Sadly, that's all we have time for in this episode, folks, and indeed this story. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast, or if there's a subject you're soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. We'll be back next week on board a pirate ship full of learning outcomes, aided by some magical mermaids and the Irish legend that was Grace O'Malley, the pirate queen herself. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And we hope to hear your story soon! soon.